talk of origins what is the ultimate core of water that endlessly flows of air that covers us all of fire that always glows and land bearing souls talk of origin what does life seek from us if fluid does expect and the wind claims if the flame has a reason to burn why must the ground not raise wars upon the lively hounds talk of origin for we are not alone competing nature too corresponds talk of origins sometimes of water air and fire together and to your mind the land alone must cross Welcome back dear listeners this is Pakhi your host and you're listening to Verses Down the Old Lane episode 2 on House of Words powered by the Writeristic Hut In this episode we will trace back to our origin mother nature I have brought to you some remarkable pieces devoted to beauty of nature by Orphic Legends Also some selected pieces of nature poetry shall be recited following them written by some praiseworthy budding writers The poetry I'm about to read today will drive you into nostalgia of high school academics Yes it is the very point of teens when most of us started to acknowledge the depth of poetry Recite the road not taken by Robert Frost. Did it ring a bell? Of course, not a single person genuinely into poetry be able to skip the lessons of Mr. Frost. The American nature poet of 20th century mastered blank verse, and he preserved traditional literature unlike any of the rest modernists. So let's marvel on one of his most loved, most read creations, The Road Not Taken. Two roads diverged into a yellowed, and sorry I could not travel both. And be one traveler long I stood and looked down one as far as I could to where it bend in the undergrowth. then took the other as just as fair and having perhaps the better claim because it was grassy and wanted wear though as far the passing there had worn them really about the same and both that morning equally lay in leaves no staves had trodden black Oh I kept the first one for another day yet knowing how way led to way I doubt if I should ever come back I shall be telling this with the shy somewhere ages and ages hence two roads diverged in the wood and I I to the less traveled by and that has made all the difference 
This piece was the first poem in his third compilation called Mountain Intervals. It consists of some most loved pieces by Robert. So if you happen to read some, do drop it in the comments and let me know which one I should read next. piece, another legend had been awaiting me, Sir William Wordsworth. A British poet who marked the start of romantic era in history of literature, Sir William was perceived to be the nature poet by his admirers and critics alike. This particular piece that he wrote is titled Solitary Ripper and it goes like this. Behold, single in the field, yon solitary highland lash, ripping and singing by herself, stop here, or gently pass. Alone she cuts and binds the grain and sings a melancholic strain. Oh, listen, for the well profound is overflowing with the sound. No night angle did ever shunt, more welcoming note to weary band of travelers in some saddy hunt among Arabian sand. A voice so thrilling never was heard in springtime from cuckoo bird, breaking the silence of the sea among the farthest Hebrides. Will no one tell me what she sings? Perhaps the plaintive number flows for old and happy fair of things and battles long ago. Or is it some more humble lay, familiar matter of today? Some natural sorrow, loss or pain that has been or may be again, whatever the thing the maiden sang, as if her song could have no ending. I saw her singing at a walk and over the sickle bending. I listened, motionless and still, as I mounted up the hill. The music in my heart I bore long after it was heard no more. The title is Well Justified, The Solitary Ripper. Probably the goal was the resemblance of nature. The sweet rhythm of nature was the song of her. It was melancholic because most of us do ignore nature by instinct, isn't it? Mostly. We do not care how the plants are, we do not mind ruining the environment for our needs. It is another well-known academic poetry that besieged our premature literature lover at his first read. It is Yet another lyrical ballad skillfully crafted by Sir Wordsworth. Shifting to the next literary wonder, The Child Herald's Pilgrimage by Lord Byron. This is considered to be the best descriptive nature poetry. It was loved 
and admired by many readers across the world. Apparently, this was written by Lord Byron while traveling over the world and it was supposedly a travel note as we call it was not meant to be a published poetry but the publisher that actually took interest in Lord Byron's writings chose this piece over a well-polished piece isn't that interesting well then let's marvel on this piece as it reads there is a pleasure in partlessood there is a rapture on the lonely shore there is society where none intrudes by the deep sea and music in its roar i love not men the less but nature more from this our interviews in which i steal from all i may be or have been before to mingle with the universe and feel what i can never express yet cannot all conceal roll on the deep dark blue ocean roll then thousand plates sweep over thee in vain man marks the earth with ruin his control stops with the shore upon watery plain the wrecks are all they did nor doth remain a shadow of man's ravage save his own for a moment like a drop of rain he sinks into thy depths with bubbling ground without a grave unkind uncoffined and unknown his steps are not upon thy path thy field and not a spoil for him thou dost rise and shake him for thee the wild strength he wields for earth's destruction thou dost all despise spurning him from thy bosom to the skies and sends him shivering in thy playful spray and howling to his gods where haply lays his pity hope in some near porter bay and dast him again to earth there let him lay george byron was a moody man he was extremely feeling type and expressive with his poem he consistently tried to implement delusionment and express melancholy the melancholy of destructive nature of the man towards the environment it's quite heartbreaking the next one on my list is the brook it was composed by alfred lord tennyson one of the most uh, loved high school poems that i have known of one of my personal favorites alfred was a uh, most renowned nature poet of his era of victorian era and this particular poem has a kind of mesmerizing rhythm and it goes like I come from hunts of coots and hunts I make a sudden sally and sparkle out among the fun to bicker down a valley 
By thirty hills I hurry down, a slip between the ridges, by twenty troughs a little town and half a hundred bridges. Till last by Philip's farm I flow to join the brimming river, for men may come and men may go, but I go on forever. I chatter over stony ways in little sharpened trebles, I bubble into eating bays, I babble on the pebbles. With many a gulf my banks I fret by many a field and fallow, and many a fairy foreland set with willow wood and mallow. I chatter, chatter as I flow to join the brimming river, for men may come and men may go, but I go on forever. I wind about and in and out with here a blossom selling, and here and there a lusty trout, and here and there a grilling. And here and there a foamy flake upon me as I travel with many a silver water break about the golden gravel. And draw them along and flow to join the brimming river, for men may come and men may go, but I go on forever. I still balance in grassy plots, I slide by hazel cover, I move the sweet forget-me-nots that grow for happy lovers. I slip, I slide, I gloom, I glance, among my scheming sallows, I make the native sunbeam dance against my sandy sallows. I murmur under moon and stars in brambly wildernesses, I linger by my singly bars, I loiter around my cresses. And out again I curve and flow to join the brimming river, for men may come and men may go, but I go on forever. It has always been an enthralling experience to read pieces by Lord Tennyson. The personification of the river brings a point of view of the nature as it continues to exist for eternity. How beautiful is the idea of such poets to have created these pieces. Up next is A Thing of Beauty, A Thing of Beauty in Literal Sense, A Thing of Beauty by the title. This is an excerpt from a classic 4000 lines poetry segmented into four books of John Keats named Endymion. The line goes like, A thing of beauty is joy forever, its loveliness increases, it will never pass into nothingness, but still will keep a boyer quite for us, and a sleeve full of sweet dreams and health, and quite breathing, therefore on every morrow are we breathing, a flowery band to bind us to earth, in spite of despondence of inhuman dirt, of noble nature, of the gloomy days, of all the unhealthy and over-darkened ways made for our searching. Yes, in spite of all, some shape of beauty moves away the ball from our dark spirits such the sun, the moon, trees old and young, sprouting a steady boon for simple sheep and such a daffodil 
with green walled the leaven and clear reels that for themselves a cooling covert make against the hot season the mid forest brake reach with sprinkling a fair musk rose blooms and such too is the grandeur of the dooms we have imagined for the almighty dead or lovely tales that we have heard or read an endless fountain of immortal drink pouring unto us from the heaven's brink an evergreen poetry base a marvelous piece of art created by the second generation romantic poet john keats this 4000 line poet was written through the eyes of a greek mythological sephard boy named indemian and thus comes the name of the book indemian the boy gets lost in the mesmerizing sight of cynthia alternatively known as selene the greek goddess of moon and joyfully follows her through nature unfortunately mr keat rose to earn fame only after his untimely death at 25 Isn't there much beauty in nature? Isn't there much beauty in literature? Though the classic poets have never failed to seize the awe, the budding artist never lacks to express their love for nature. One of such writers that I came across was Meg, a Canadian artist exhibiting her skills on Instagram handle morpho_blue_and_ginger. Her piece resembles the diversity of natural phenomena occurring to the mother earth. Quite remarkable piece of work that I found myself marveling upon. The title of this piece was a uh, wonder sunrise and it goes like naked air punctuated by stray snowflakes swaying on the syntax of a breeze emaciating trees corseted in frost and with dawn inebriated drinking champagne moonlight while their shadows kiss the skyline the bridges bent like poets spelling sonnets and cast shade upon the cold and muted page finding muse for gentle runaways like silver passive present to conjugate in blue velvet silence simultaneously gnarled branches stress in plurals and demonstrative pointing out the stars their muses as the fade like old photographs lost song healed bruises pierced through the news of a quick paper sunrise to keep the bridges walks unpublished raised waltzing with foxes amber and carnelian eyes melting into the drifts like caramel in vanilla chai left to cool by the empty bed at last the ink dried up clasped in liquid gold arms lips 
mauled wild raid as the forest chose brightness as its adjective and bowed in reverence to a great new day's music out of silence out of patience and straight into gleaming resilience i am glad that i came across your wonderful piece make keep writing and contributing to the poetry community Another tale poet that I came across while reading poetry online was Joy, expressing the essence of life and existence through the nature is quite an interesting way of writing, and he had succeeded to put it together wholesomely on his Instagram handle Joy the Hearty T O H E R T Y, and it goes like, If you want to know me. that's the title and the lines goes like if you want to know me look to the sun if you want to know me watch the wind play with the leaves if you want to know me my words are not the key if you want to know me know yourself if you want to know me know that you are divine and i'm divine and it's all holy 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 and then forget the snowing and finally sink into a deep feeling and eventually once you join the eternal now you will see it was never about knowing me or knowing yourself but simply about being 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 and living in the free state the truest form of expression we have We would have missed your lovable piece of work if you had ever stopped writing. We acknowledge your significant contribution to the world with poetry. Next comes a skillful poetess, Christy, and her significant piece titled Outcast. On her handle cm. bukoveki if i'm pronouncing that right otherwise pardon me this time it spells b u c h o v e c k y her piece goes like this home is loving a thunderstorm in summer panting in oppressive heat stifled exhausted able to do nothing but close your eyes against the sun try to hide in the shade the anxious excitement as you notice the leaves twist bear themselves to the sky waiting the whole world cut on an inhale watching the clouds roll in on a every cell aware heaven is about to split open unsure if it will cry out in pain or rage yet welcoming it the saturnity everything is about to change an absolute beauty in nature poetry i wholeheartedly appreciate your art we hope you continue to bewilder us with your peace in future
next artist in my list is Aaron with an Instagram handle silently dot writes. This is where he shares his original pieces of poetry and one of those that caught my eyes was this. It goes like passing through the endless sand, the golden dune, a foreign land, the burning sun hangs high above, shining down with not much love, signs of life are spares and few, the occasional plants only just in view, the whipping wind is knowingly, its harsh carries lingers hot and dry, the shifting sand spirals around and round, up into the air and on the ground, the swirling particles, the only respite from the empty horizon, a never-ending sight, an unforgiving, harsh and vast domain, a place to wander long in vain. A stupendous arrangement of words, we honestly loved your art and hope you continue to scribble down the best thought of yourself and enlighten us with your perspective. Proceeding towards the last but not the least, Aslade Shade with strong literary skills on Instagram handle Breathe Words without any underscore or dots. And she writes, Yellow dawn crisp breeze flickered of floating clouds, pearl feather falling to the ground, drips of heavy mist settle, settle, settle. A blanket of fog over a valley of lilies, over a field of wildflowers, over hills of hawthorn and heather. The simple things, the simple beauty, tranquility lives between breathes. A splendid expression of nature, I, on behalf of the community of the Writeristic Hut, Wishes you luck and prosperity in life. Looking forward to read more of your mighty pen words. With this, we have come to an end of this episode on nature. It was truly a beautiful experience reading poets who enact so much love for nature. I will see you soon and next month. For now, beating goodbye to all the poetry lovers. You can find me on Instagram handle by the username underscore dot daydalian dot bing dot underscore. And drop your suggestion for the next session in my DMs. Stay tuned to House Awards. Hope you get to leave closure by the nature and find tranquility in life.